You're listening to the Naptime Empires podcast with my mom, Nikki Ellidge Brown. Mom, your show's on. Thanks, bud. I got it from here. Welcome to the Naptime Empires podcast, refreshingly honest conversations on the realities of parenthood and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Nikki Ellidge Brown. Let's get started. Today, I want to talk about our tendency to overthink things and make things way harder than they need to be, which of course this happens in life. But in particular, I want to talk about business today. And I will start with a story from just over four years ago when I was just starting my business. And if you haven't listened to episode one, I highly recommend you go back and listen to it. And that way you can be caught up to speed on my business to date and how I got started and all that goodness. But basically, I was doing some free sessions with people. And after the first free session, the client, Deb, was like, okay, great. So how do I pay you? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And I just kind of flipped out. And I started to, you know, I had been on the SBA.gov site and looking up like, okay, here's how you make business plans. And here's how you start a business and blah, blah, blah. And I didn't have any of these things in place. I just knew my value, knew who needed it, and was communicating my value to the people who needed it in a smart, authentic way. Those are my three magical steps of starting a business. Anyway, I was freaking out. I was like, I don't know. How do I accept payments? What am I supposed to do? Like, what about taxes, salary? How am I filing as an S-corp or an LLC or a sole proprietor? Blah, 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 blah. So I was freaking out about all this. And I went to Jenny She's Facebook page. I will link her website and her page on the show notes of this one because she's amazingly brilliant. And if you're just starting, even if you're not just starting, she just has a wealth of information on her site. We actually met up whenever she was out here in Hawaii a few years ago. And she's just a great person. Jenny She, S-H-I-H. Anyway, at the time, she was one of the people who I'd been reading up all her stuff and getting inspired on starting a business. So I went to her Facebook page and I asked this question, which was like, okay, it's time for me to start accepting payments, but I'm freaking out because I don't have this, that, this, that sorted. And her response, which you could find if you went back far enough on her Facebook page, was like, Nikki, and she didn't know me from Adam yet, but she was like, Nikki, this is an example of making something 10 times harder, or maybe she said 100 times harder than it needs to be. And to me, that was just exactly the loving smackdown that I needed to hear, which was like a splash of cold water in the face or a like a slap, like pull yourself together, man. It's exactly what I needed because I was about to seriously, I had people ready and willing, eager to pay me. And I was about to just like ignore that and go down a rabbit hole of trying to figure out exactly what I needed to have in place. And she was like, you'll figure it out by tax time next year. You have plenty of time to figure it out for now. Just go ahead and have a separate account, which I did start separate personal accounts so that I could keep my business money separate from our personal money. But other than that, we had a PayPal link, stick it up there and get going. It's exactly what I needed to hear. And it's something that literally my friends yesterday told me the same thing because I'm talking about how I need to revamp the subscriber experience because I don't want to use the F word funnel 
just because I have negative associations with it. So I'm calling it my subscriber experience. And I'm like, I really need to revamp when people are going to NikkiLHBrown.com or if they're going to a course about copy.com or if they're going to NaptimeEmpires.com. I really want to rewrite all the emails and do some free mini courses and just switch things up so that what happens when people subscribe is like super aligned. And then I feel proud and excited to send people that way as opposed to just what's been there for now. And they're looking at me like, Nicole Danielle, are you serious? Because just a couple weeks ago, you announced the idea for a mastermind and literally people in your group were like, give me the link. So it's funny because four years later, here I am doing the same thing. I have this idea for a mastermind I want to create for entrepreneurial mamas and I have interests. I have people literally saying, give me the link. And here I am squirreling to my subscriber experience, which is valuable and I want to do it. But actually by doing it, by launching, by creating and sharing this mastermind, I'm going to have so much more energy to recreate my subscriber experience. You know what I mean? And that's what I want to talk about is where are you overcomplicating stuff? Where are you overthinking it? Where are you making it harder than it needs to be and why? And I just want to encourage you to think and know that it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be a struggle. This is your life. I mean, lately I've just really been realizing like, this is it. I mean, I say lately, this happens, you know, every now and then I come back around to this reality of like, this is it. This is our life. This is what we do every day ultimately becomes your life. So if you feel like you have to be strapped to your laptop and ignoring life that's going on outside, because this is what working means, it's not it. The most successful air quote, entrepreneurs that I know, they're making a lot of money and they're like traveling the world with their families or spending a whole lot of time playing and doing what they actually want to do. Whereas it's those of us like in the phase of really like building up and getting to the point where we want to be that are just thinking that it has to be hard, but it doesn't actually have to be hard. It doesn't have to be draining. It doesn't have to be boring. It doesn't have to feel monotonous. We're in control of that. We can choose to find ways to make things more fun and more enjoyable and sometimes easier. So the verb ease, I googled that one too, to make something unpleasant, painful, or intense less serious or severe. So how can we ease into our work and the projects? It doesn't mean that there's no effort involved. I mean, technically, yes, ease as defined actually does say effortless, but that's not what I'm saying. There is effort involved. You know, it's going to take work. It's going to take energy, but you can make it more fun and you can make it simpler. You don't have to overcomplicate it. I just want to encourage you, if it seems like something is hard or a struggle, there's another way to do it. You just have to get creative if you're willing to. Think about if you're in any mom groups for example, on Facebook, I feel like every time I see a mom group or somebody post in a group and she's like, I may be overthinking this, but, and then it's like 10 paragraphs long over analyzing every single thing about their little one's nap schedule. And should I be doing this? Or should I be doing this? Should I be doing this? Or it's 10 paragraphs first. And then the last line is, I'm probably overthinking this, huh? And I just always want to be like, yes, hundred percent. Yes. You're overthinking it. Absolutely. Because as I like to say, in the first time I ever mentioned Naptime Empires on Facebook, I created this image that said, trust that you are your own wisest advisor. Because it's true. As long as your little one is safe, 
you know, and those like basic human needs are covered safe and loved and fed and all of that, like everything else, it's really up to you and your gut. If it's working for you and it's working for your little one, that's great. If you ask for advice, you're going to get special snowflakes, a million different ways you could do it. Ultimately, you're the one who has to live with that choice and that decision or that action or that experimental way of doing things. So it has to ultimately come back to you. And that's the thing. We overthink it. We want to read a million books or listen to a thousand podcasts or ask every walking person, what would you do? What would you do? And that's okay too. I mean, it's good to get input as long as you remember that you're the boss. So it's not good if you feel like you're going to take everyone else's truth as your truth. But if you're like, okay, cool, I'm open to getting inspiration and ideas of other ways to do this. And I know that I'll know which one is right for me when I see it, you know. Or maybe somebody else's idea will spark the right idea in you. But if you're depending on analyzing, I just encourage you to step out of your head for a minute and say, like, what does my gut say? What is the quickest path? What do I need to actually do to make this easier and more enjoyable to simplify? So with mom stuff, we overthink nap times and schedules and the cause of diaper rash for Pete's sake when my first little one was a newborn and he had his first diaper rash. I was like, uh, is it because I had lemonade three days ago? Is it because I had ketchup today? Is it because of the diapers? Is it because I nursed him too much? Is it because, and oh my gosh, it was exhausting. I was like, I can only imagine. And of course, sometimes there are legit concerns and things, but in most cases, a little sunshine and duty booty time (laughs) and then diaper rash goes away. You know, we're overanalyzing it when it comes to business. You can overthink launching. You can feel like you have to have this giant production or you have to do it a certain way. You don't. You really don't. If you're thinking you have to have a professionally recorded three video series or you have to do a month of Facebook Lives or you have to have a giant Facebook group or whatever, that's an excuse. I'll go ahead and tell you that. You don't have to have any of that. You have to know your value, know who needs it, and communicate your value to the people who need it in a smart, authentic way. Offering a service, just like I was offering a service in the early days, you just need to know that you have that service and you need to find people who want and need it and have a link, have a way to be paid and you can figure the rest out. If you feel like you need to have a website right now, obviously I can help you when it's time with a course about copy. I can help make that process a whole lot more enjoyable, but you don't even need a full website right now. You don't have a splash page and a place to collect emails And then have emails like ways that you can actually communicate your value to people who need it. But you don't have to have a full-blown website right now. You don't have to have a business card. I made one for fun when I was speaking at an event in Dallas a couple years ago. And it felt like we were playing with baseball cards. Everybody was like, oh, let me see. Let me see your business card. I just made it for fun, truly. Because why would I need a business card like out in the world when I rarely go out in the world? That's going to change, by the way. Because I do, I miss being out in the world, but I was in hermit phase for the beginning of my business and Bryson's toddler years and such. And there was just no need to have a business card. So don't, if you find yourself being like, I can't start a business till I have a business card. That's not a thing. You need a client. You need a customer. If you think you need to have a logo. Nope. Also not true. I didn't even have a logo till at least a year in and still like, it doesn't really matter. Hiring help doesn't have to be hard. 
doesn't have to be complicated. This is one that I have big stories around like, oh, there has to be this whole campaign sequence where I tell them the special subject line and then I have to know if they really pay attention to detail if they include the words purple walrus at the end. No. You could literally just post on Facebook and ask your friends for referrals and you can find a really great person that way. And if you're thinking I can't hire someone because they don't have the money, well, one, go back and listen to, I think it's episode 11, because it doesn't even have to cost money. You can exchange value and the value doesn't have to be money for now. When it comes to offers, if you find yourself really excited about a particular idea, I just saw this in one of the Facebook groups I'm in, and she's asking about this idea that honestly she sounds really excited about, and I don't know her yet. So my question to her was, because she was like, is this shiny object syndrome? And some people are like, yes, focus on ROI and don't let yourself get distracted. But my question was, well, okay, is this a distraction from your current business or it's the first step in a business you're actually a whole lot more excited about? Because again, I just want to remind you and remind me We can build businesses that we're excited about. We have every right to be excited about our work. That's ultimately what will bring in the most money. It will help you create the most impact and it will give you the most energy back, precious energy that you can then pour into your relationships. If you do work that lights you up instead of work that feels heavy and hard and overcomplicated. The main thing and the main point regarding overthinking is that it's really just a distraction to keep us playing safe and small and hiding out in our excuses and draining our energy and what the F is that about. That's not fun. It's not how we want to live. What really sparked the idea for this episode today is earlier this week I went to the beach. So way back when, for episode three, I had gone to the beach that day too And I was really inspired on my way home listening to Liz Gilbert's podcast. If you haven't listened to episode three, please do. I feel like it's foundational for Naptime Empires. But I was really, I just loved floating in the ocean that day. And I made it a point in my head. I'm like, Nikki, you only have a few months left living on this side of the rainbow. You need to get your booty bum to the beach and float in the Pacific Ocean while it is only a short drive away. And I wanted to do that for weeks, but then we didn't have our sitter and I didn't have a backup sitter. Again, I totally own that. I own that and know that I could have found someone else, but I didn't. And my plan was no offense, Deacon, if you're listening to this one day, it's just, you can't really float in the ocean when you're also caring for a 14 month old on the beach. So my plan was she would get here and I would just like scoot out and go float at the ocean and then come back. So finally, we had our friend and sitter back this week where she comes and hangs out with Deacon before his first nap so that I have that extra block of work in the mornings or not, again, because this wasn't work. Then I went to the beach. It was kind of drizzly and rainy, but I was like, I don't care. I'm getting in the ocean today. I am having mermaid hair. I am diving in headfirst. And so I got to the beach. Nobody else was there. And it was actually pretty funny because as I was really getting in, like enough to be swimming around and warming up, because it's really surprisingly cold. I think you would think that the ocean, Hawaii, you'd think it'd be warm. Anyway, it's not. So especially not when it's cloudy and kind of drizzly and the sky was gorgeous. So maybe I'll post a picture on Instagram and I'll tag it in the show notes so you can see because it was beautiful, but just kind of drizzly. Anyway, then the lifeguards showed up. (laughs) I felt like, I don't know if you've ever been the only person in the pool, but it was like three grown men that were lifeguards and they were doing like maintenance, cleaning the beach and setting up for the day or whatever. But it was just so funny because I was the only person in the water 
and there were three lifeguards and I felt like I just wanted to float and I felt paranoid like, okay, I need to keep moving my arms and legs every now and then so that they know I'm okay so that they don't feel like they need to come rescue me. Anyway, once I could actually get out of my head and just enjoy floating in the ocean, I was just in the flow, literally in the flow. I just was laying on my back, mermaid hair floating all around my head, staring up at the sky and the horizon of the ocean and just feeling so much gratitude and just like, I love, I love just floating. It's so great. And I'm imagining our new house that we're about to close on has a pool and I'm like, I can do that. And I can look up at the sky and still be super grateful, even though it's not the Pacific ocean around me. But for now I do have the Pacific ocean and I'm very thankful. And I got in there and I was like, I'm open to inspiration and some kind of really great, deep, meaningful podcast message is surely going to hit me while I'm here. And sure enough, it did. It hit me in the form of me beaching myself (laughs) without realizing it. So I was like all in this Zen flow state and then boom, my booty hits the beach. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize I was here already. I had washed up ashore (laughs) without even realizing it because I had surrendered to the flow. I let it be easy. As my friend Susan Ferraro says, easy, like ease hyphen Y. I let it be easy. I got to my destination sooner than I anticipated because I surrendered to the flow and I was enjoying the view literally along the way. And I thought, well, yeah, that's it. That's the message and that's the reminder that I want to capture in a podcast bottle so that we can remember we can, we can Make the choice to let it be easier. Again, there will be effort involved. Maybe there will be other people involved so that we can feel the ease. And I have some other ideas on how I want to start reverse engineering and really thinking about like what my dream life ultimately will look like. So I'll share that in another episode. But for today, I just want to say if you're feeling like you're stuck and something feels hard and heavy so you're avoiding it, and you're resisting it. Ask yourself, is this something I really want or have to do? How am I making this harder than it needs to be? How can I simplify it? How can I make this more fun? And I want to hear about it. Again, I don't know how long I'm going to keep this free Facebook group open. I don't know if it ever feels like a drain. I will shut it down. But for now, it's giving me life. I love it. I love going live in there. I love hearing which parts of the episodes that you loved most. So I highly encourage you, if you want to join the conversation and connect with me and other moms, entrepreneurial moms, then go to naptimeempires.com slash Facebook and join the conversation there. I'll send you the link in your welcome email. And also, if you haven't left a review yet, it takes two seconds. It doesn't have to be long. Short and sweet is totally fine. But if you just go to wherever you're listening, probably on iTunes right now, and you can just click the review tab and leave a review there and let me know what you think. That's another great way to connect and to continue the conversation. In the meantime, the message for you is to allow it to be fun. And I would love to hear how are you making things more fun? How are you simplifying? Because I feel like if we do feel like something super heavy, obviously we're not going to do it. And if we are going to do it, it's going to be like draining us, making us grouchy, not fun to hang around. And you know, all these solo shows that I've been sharing so far, they're all about how can we get our own energy back? How can we get our grooves back? How can we fill our cups and serve from the overflow? 
So if there's a task that you know is important, that you know you need to do, I just want to know. I want you to know, at least, answer for yourself. How can you make it more fun? How can you lighten it up? And then go from there. I hope you have an amazing day. Thank you so much for hanging out with me in my studio, in my closet. Till next time. This show may be over, but the conversation is just beginning. Head on over to naptimeempires.com slash Facebook so you can join my free... Wait, did I say free? I'm in priceless, rapidly growing community of Naptime Empire Builders for deeper discussions, behind-the-scenes scoop, and of course, updates whenever I've got new stuff coming up for you. Naptimeempires.com slash Facebook. See you there. See you next time. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 